guys ready to do a show? Yay! Let's do show 99! The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play! Welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the adventures of the adventures of, of the, the adventures of the adventures of the adventures. Kinky lifestyle. Kinky lifestyle. And Sex. And perversion. Thank you. Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts! Hi. I'm Kathy. I'm Abyss. And I'm Count Boogie, and this is show 99. I swear to God, I wanted to get the music from Get Smart. <laughs> but nobody... <laughs> Nobody's going to know nobody what that is. Nobody's going to got it. <laughs> it would have been like me and Anthony and Unger would have been all like, yeah! <laughs> or, yeah! Hey. Unger, you're back! Yes, right there. Unger, no, oh. Unger... Unger, oh. um, this other way. Uh, oh, you just pointed to your back. back see, yeah. like right there. Oh, ah, dysentery okay. didn't wake you up enough. Visual huh? comedy on the radio. It works great. <laughs> it works great. <laughs> we all have faces for radio. <laughs> that is awesome. Unger, oh. are you still dying of dysentery? No, no, I think it's passed. Did uh. <laughs> oh. See, bad. now that's the Unger he's come. Uh. Unger planted the pee-pee flag. He did, and then he... Hurled and squirted his guts out all over Las Vegas. What happened, Unger? I I, I went to Vegas for a, a an event and and while I was there, I took a picture of the PP flag. And, and then, then and then I got sick. And and then how sick? Really sick. Like, was it like food poisoning sick or something stomach related? Oh, <laughs> that must have just made you the disco dancing fool at the concert. Uh, I, I just went back to the room and just <laughs> stayed in the room. <laughs> just died. <laughs> just died. A Hovered little. by the toilet. Was it a trash can? Uh, a trash can toilet event? Uh, no, no, actually, you no. just you were able to switch. Okay, it was, yeah. it was quite. It was good. It was. Wow. I mean, yeah. It's, it's a nice hotel. I like it and <laughs> stuff, but <laughs> I, 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 I kind of messed up some of their their stuff. Left 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 a little stuff. Left a little piece of you there. Huh? <laughs> I left a lot of pieces of you. Oh. <laughs> Well, well, actually, a couple places I left a lot of people. Oh, I love poop jokes. Oh, <laughs> well, no, no, no. I, I left blood too. So, oh. oh, different, different thing completely. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to know. This is how we do it ninety-nine times in a row. God, ninety-nine times. God. Unger planted the baby flag. What is your collar mayhem, Kathy? You have been trying to get a fucking collar and cuffs. With I have it because I can't find somebody who will make custom collars that you could actually look at. So finally, Creative Explorer just took over and said, "What? Where, where did you look online?" And I said, "This place called Collar Factory. They just you measure it, you tell them what you want, and and they'll do so it. he just fucking ordered it. And, we, and did oh. they they come in? Yes. <gasps> Are they nice? Ooh. They're gorgeous. I'm so happy with so it. So you have collars and cuffs. I have custom made restraints and collars. <gasps> That's exciting. Isn't it? I don't know why I am ridiculously excited about hey. it. Hey. Hey, lady. What? Congratulations. Well, thank you. Carrie saw them. Are they pretty? They were very pretty. What did you think, Carrie? They're gorgeous. <laughs> hey, you know, ooh, you know what? You've been, you've been waiting a long time for these. Congratulations. Thank you. You're so nice. Did he do something mean and dirty to you while he had them? 
had Yenna. He's just ridiculously happy that he has him, and I don't know why. I don't know. Uh, that's very good. Yeah, well, but actually, yeah, they were nice. Look, a fucking happy story we can't really fuck with. Hooray! <laughs> oh, I don't oh, want to know oh. what that is. Oh, noes. Oh. That's, oh. Wait, wait, wait. If you see if you can get the sound real good. Oh. That's Why'd you do a, that? Such a great sound. Just oh, I think I know chains, where this is going. Just the chain. I, the fall. yeah. When it falls on the floor, it's really good. Yeah. You hear that? You know, it kind of turns people on because it's mm. chains and it's all dirty. All right. What about it? Well, it, it's just, uh, you want to hold this? I fi- oh. Oh, God. Where has it been? Has it been in someone's pussy? I feel like it has. Oh, I'll take has it, it back. Has it been washed? Yeah, it's been washed. Okay. Because okay. <laughs> so, if not, I'm going to punch you in the nuts right now for making me hold that. <laughs> no, it's been washed. Yes, this was inside of Mark. Of course. Uh, it's mm. a, a 20 inches, pretty heavy chain. Um, and Mark, the other day, you know, because we're just... <laughs> We just do stuff. That's that's the great thing about being not hung up on your sexuality with your partner is that you get or partners, um, you can you can just say, hmm, I was thinking about this. And your partner will go, hmm, why don't we just go ahead and try that? Octopus in the pussy? Octopus. Yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> Next to that. it's It was just fun. And so a lot of people, I've heard a lot of people talk about. You know, putting uh, chain links mm-hmm. inside of themselves because of the weight. Carrie is smiling. You've done it, Carrie. Not yet. Not mm-hmm. yet, but <laughs> she's she's ready. I know. I know. Uh, certain certain uh, certain listeners of ours have and yeah. really loved it. And it just yeah. gives you a weight. And so mm-hmm. we did it. And of course, uh, you know, it's a little bit of trial and error. So you obviously you're going to use quite a bit of lube. Ooh. You know that you want to do, and it's going to be depending on how open. The vagina is, um, it's, it can be pinchy because each link can pinch. So yeah. there was a, a number of times where, uh, you know, we gave little pinches and stuff like that. And that nest, it was kind of jumpy, so it didn't feel sexy. Um, uh, Mark said that she, you know, felt a little bit of the pressure. Um, but we didn't do a lot of standing up and holding it and stuff like that. So we're going to have to explore with it more. But, um, you know, she had a good orgasm and and I uh, gave her the Hitachi and, and we just... Although, uh, a caveat to that, I would say to our listeners, if you are planning on doing this at home, if you have anything like an IUD or anything like that, you would not want to do that. So, if you have an uh, interuterine device for birth control, do not do this. You have a pretty good chance of having it ripped out. So, yes, yes, Gary. Gary. Carrie's like, I, I don't care. <laughs> I'm such a good student. What if you used a female condom? A? a? And that, well, then the uh, chain wouldn't uh, grab the... Uh, you, you still run a pretty good risk of it. Um, I mean, I don't know. You, okay. you, you would I, have to do it at your own risk at that point. I have, I have a plan. Okay, oh. you ready for the plan? Oh, oh God. God. Okay, so, you know, women... Women yes. folk. Yes. They go in for these gynecological exams and stuff, right? You are correct. So why not just wait until like the the night before your exam and then give it a try and then if you yank it out, you're gonna go and the doctor can just, you know, get whatever the thumbtacks or whatever the fuck they do and just pound it back in there. Because that's not how that works. It's not? Thumbtacks. They don't just get like that earring pinch pin, no. pincher gun and just go. Yeah, no. Just next to your nope. your hysterectomies. Whoa, what? Oh what? No what? What is that no. not accurate? Am I no. not giving accurate information? No. Anthony has it's something to say. It's not like a staple gun. Nope. 
What, Ta-da! Anthony? No, I just think it, that the choice of chain and material chain is made of would be kind of important, too. I, well, I mean, we washed um, it first. Oh, um, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it, it was a clean chain. It was a brand new chain. So yeah. um, Steel would probably be best, but I, I yeah, mean, this certain things. I know I've, I've played with chains sometimes that are real greasy, like inherently. Yeah, yeah. You probably, would, you probably want to boil it beforehand. You but no, I spray with mat aside and, you know, wash it with soap and water. So as long as there's no oils on it, you should be fine. Yeah, probably, probably yeah. want to boil it. Hmm. Okay. But, but yeah. it was fun there. Uh, it sounds like you had a good time. But it, yeah. it was good. All right, so uh, there was some stuff. Hey, oh, vote for Unger. The elections threshold Unger elections. Unger for president. Thresh- he's just not he's, he's, he's he's ignoring just, us. He's yeah, ignoring he's, us. No, but the uh, elections are threshold. So if we have threshold members, once again, everyone that's running uh, is amazing and wonderful, and I know all of them very well. And it's just we made a uh, for a long time. We've been backing Unger, Unger, Unger. Unker. We've been back in Unker to uh, you know get Vote. up there and, and do his years as coordinator. So uh, we're we're pushing him. So if you haven't voted, if you're listening and you're a threshold member, which a lot of threshold members listen to the show, um, then uh, we put our ours uh, on Unger. Yeah, we we put we put our trust in Unger. Right. Elect- he has elections are May 7th. He brings so, lollipops. Yeah. God damn it! And we got. Uh, <sighs> hey wait wait, wait we what, got one more. Don't you skip over what it? What is the trauma at the L.A. History Museum? Did you hurt your vagina again? No, no. again? No what? No abyss. I did, I did not. At the museum. Vagina. Did you hurt somebody else's vagina? What no. was the trauma? Um, I was mentally traumatized at the uh, L.A. History Museum. Because they had the history of a giant vagina? No. Leave the vaginas out of it. Not no. everything has to do with the vagina. Book. For you. Uh, no. Unger and I were traumatized at the uh, L.A. History Museum. You went with Unger? Yeah. You guys had a date? No. No. What? Look at look <laughs> on his face. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, no, we went and uh, we found out that all the things that we consider dinosaurs were not dinosaurs. <gasps> Trauma. Yeah. What Flying, like like pterodactyls? Not, not dinosaurs. Not dinosaurs. Any swimming reptile? Or aquatic reptiles? Yeah. Not dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Well, see, this is what is happens this when you educate yourself. Is yeah. This, yes, yes. Stay dumb and uninformed. <laughs> That's the way to move the planet forward. Yeah. No, this is like uh, like Pluto not being a planet. I was thing. just gonna say. So yeah. we declassify well, dinosaurs I'm, I'm cool now. With, no. but hey. Like anyone, <laughs> I just think that is so amazing. I the was, arrogance <laughs> of fucking humans <laughs> that like, like we now declassify. You are now different. It was f- fucking sixty five million years I ago. Just, I, we, we were walking through because my I, I went and visited my dad, and he's like, "Yeah, technically those are actually not dinosaurs." And I'm just like, "But what?" And I'm like, "I call bullshit." And I'm like, all right, I'm going to the museum. <gasps> They're not dinosaurs. Uh oh. I was I was horrified. I was I was actually kind of traumatized at the Elise. If they at the museum. If they it's okay. <laughs> They're dinosaurs, <laughs> pumpkin. Just keep believing in Santa Claus. She's doing that high pitched whining and crying <laughs> thing. <laughs> They're dinosaurs, pumpkin. No, no, they're not. They're, they're, they <laughs> are the problem. But they are. But it's it's like Pluto. Who gives a shit? It's a thing. It looks like a di- call it a dinosaur. No, it, it won't because happy. it's scientifically not. It's a slightly exactly. it's science. You mean the science is a language, and they gave a name to something, and, and we change names all a the time. Yeah, because crying. we find out more about it, we classify it better. Okay, so if if it makes her happy and stops her from crying like a fucking yipping gopher, then let it be a dinosaur. I'm too, but it's a that fucking dinosaur. <laughs> it's a dinosaur. Yeah. Fit life is the play. Dinosaur. Fit life is the place. Talk about genital torture in subspace. 
we share our kinky thrills with perverts from around the world. Yeah, perverted podcast talking about that life, motherfucker. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so, even if they aren't talking about dinosaurs. That's right. Or vaginas. And what is this topic about? You know, I just have to say, uh, Mark and Bunny look way too innocent over there. Something, yeah, what are they something doing? is percolating in There's their little I think they're minds. just cuddling. It looks like cuddling. They seem, in, you know. But, I mean, they're cuddling against something really hard and uncomfortable. Why are they cuddling that? No, no. There's a bunch of jelly dildos behind him. So, oh, so it's oh like, well. It's like cushion. I mean, that's, that's, that's comfy it's like to cuddle. jelly dildo seat cushion. <laughs> what? <laughs> Chains yeah. of Put love. Put the chain down. Ooh, spooky. I'm watching your computer just spike every time you do that. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> ah, editing. What are you going to do? All right. Our first post is by Twisted and Broken, who wrote. And you may have haven't heard we, of this. Have we had a post from her? No, I'm thinking no, that's, someone No, that's. Don't get it, Twisted. Well, welcome, Twisted and Broken. Twisted and Broken wrote Curiosity killed the cat, or in this case, my clit. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a. This sounds like a thing that... Uh, go ahead, continue. Oh, okay. So uh, she wrote, I love the tingly sensations from menthol-based things like toothpaste and Vicks. So today I decided to finally ramp things up with chili powder. Mm. I had two kinds to choose from, regular or super hot. I chose the super hot. Of course. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Of course. <laughs> You're a party animal. I mixed it with lube and tried it on a butt plug first. Pretty painful, but hey, I'm a masochist. Then I tried it on my clit. Ah. I used a little at first and felt nothing, so thought, fuck it, and dipped my finger in the pot. Labia Medical Emergency. Still not much burning, so I figured a bit of stimulation would help. I slid my fingers up and down my soaking pussy, lubing them well up, and then running my clit to an admittedly awesome orgasm. The chili had worked magic, making me come in seconds. But then came the after effects. <laughs> Labia medical emergency. <laughs> it felt like someone had strapped a zippo to my clit and was burning away at it. <laughs> water didn't help, so here I am Not in the water. kitchen with milk soaked towel between my legs, trying to ignore the epic throb between my legs. I've done knife play, been caned until I bled, and had my pussy kicked so hard it turned black. None of that compares to this epic fuck-up. Please, if you're considering giving it a go, remember my poor burning clit. It'll give you one hell of an orgasm, but afterwards, not so fun. Okay. Oh, God. I, All right. I was I, cringing I, I Now then, as an objective non-vagina holder, I saw a number of potential errors that might have been avoidable okay. in this situation. I don't think she wanted to avoid it. I think, I think, yeah. There, Research. There, it, it was... Now then, we're going to give her an A for enthusiasm. This is very true. For that go-for-it kind of attitude. For that fuck you, mom and dad. You're not going to tell me what to do. <laughs> Research. Mom and dad, you're not going to tell me not to put the right chili pepper in my ass and pussy at the same time. Mom. You're not, I appreciate. You're reading a lot into this post. I appreciate a lot. Also, you had that conversation with your parents? <laughs> yeah, they're fucking freaky drunks. Um, but no, this is, this is the risk when you just go for something instead of, you know, 
research l- research or a tester. <laughs> we, hey, I really recommend. You know, she's used Vicks before. She's used menthol-related products. They're, but those are di- those are different. That's well, like saying least- I've used a gun and I hope <laughs> it works out <laughs> oh, the same please. as a fucking cannon. It's there are two different elements. So every element. I mean, I mean, if you want to be risk aware, every element that you put on or in yourself has its own magic. Your physiology can react differently. Some people like Abyss had no problem with an Altoid, which is a curiously strong mint. Yet Mark, who is more of a masochist, was buckled over in pain with an Altoid. Every every element, everything that interacts with your specific body, pH, and chemicals can have a different effect. It may be not bad... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, your butt had like a cool my little, minty, my minty fresh. Yeah, my butthole was like. <sighs> Anthony's like holding up his Altoids, <laughs> trying to like tease people into like it's not going to work. We've done so, it. from a nurse's point of view, what can go wrong? So much, oh. <laughs> so much. Um, she pretty much handled yeah, it. Yeah, pretty much. I think the issue, um, besides the fact that she used menthol, which is completely different than um, capsin. It's Capiscum it's or cap- capsin. capsin. Yeah, yeah. Capsaicin. Thank you. Capsaicin. Thank you. Uh, capsaicin. And it's, it's, it's literally, they use the same thing for down and dirty like pepper spray. It's, it's because it affects um, the um, moist uh, mucus, yeah, mucus, mucus membranes. So it's, it's going to affect the same thing for your clit. She probably also got some like in her urethra because it's right by your clit. And yeah, I mean, it's literally your clit is right, pee fire. Like right there. It's right. Your <laughs> yes. clit is right it above. It is time to pee fire. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, your clit is right above your urethra. So I'm guessing when she was like rubber dubby, it's it's going right in there. Yeah. It's it's all in oh, that man, area. That's a tingle. Yeah. So I would. Say, well, she at least got a good uh, orgasm out of it. I, yeah. Well, hey, you know. Sometimes so, you just got away. But, <laughs> you but, but much like when it's in your mouth, yeah, it's it's you know when you're eating spicy food, and it's not going to go away with it's, water. No, it's, it's it's like spicy food; it builds. So, and it's it's like when you have a really hot meal, it's it can linger for hours. I kind of have a feeling that if she were experiencing in eating spicy food, she would know this. Well, I'm sure she has, but the thing yeah, is, yeah, but even, your, your even the mouth? orgasm's not yeah. involved. But the other thing a, is, the a mouth. good orgasm is worth. A yeah, lot. you're you're like you know you'll <laughs> go places you know not that much. with not an that erection much. that you wouldn't go with a gun normally. That's you know that's the guy way. Also, so chicks have that too. <laughs> also, the 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 girls have way more open um, like nerve endings out there. Like it's it's all like basically moist membranes down there. Hell yeah. Which makes That's it like awesome. uber, which which makes it uber sexy fun times, but it also makes it like direct contact going and right into the bloodstream. I'm going to go for my original what I would do with just the same thing I do when I do figging on someone new <laughs> is you any new element you're going to put on or in yourself, give a test first, do a small amount, and wait, wait an hour. And give it a test. Don't make it your sexy time. Don't make it your play time. If you're going to do a play time, like I've done this, uh, p- people, like we're going to get into the big figging thing. Let's just start with a little uh, ginger juice around the butthole and see how that. And if that. Is crip- that what you did? Huh? I've done when that you- before. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we've done testers. And some people I put a little bit and they're like, no, no, let's not go any further. I with remember that. you're figging on the show. I-, I didn't do that with Abyss, by the way. She's, she's looking at me. Well, she, you know. 
we just went for it. Yeah, thanks. She just flipped me off. <laughs> so hey, I we like, I didn't know damn testers. <laughs> <laughs> you were in, you were an animal yes. at the time. You were the tester. <laughs> you were the tester. But well, I would suggest I'm if I'm so glad I could be there and be helpful for everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, right, but well, it is a good idea to make sure you test out beforehand. Yeah. And it was a really funny post, yeah, yeah, but oh my god, I just cringed when I read it. Well, that. and actually um it, it it is it is a good idea to test beforehand waiting waiting yeah, during non-sexy time is always a good idea. Also, Google that shit before you fucking do it. Like, come on! If if you had even looked on FetLife, there are there is a whole yeah, there's section. Pepper, pepper section, pepper that, people doing that lots do of, this. So and you can just wow. find out. I mean, but the bottom line is is that's just the way sex goes. Sometimes you're in that moment, and you're like, "Yeah, this is going to be awesome." I'm pretty sure you have a song. About that. <laughs> I think so, I probably do. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It sounded sexier in my head. Yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Oh, it's funny. Yeah. Actually, glad you I went had, through it. I, 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 I'm <laughs> glad she did it. I'm actually really proud of her. Yeah, yeah I actually thought of Mark when you thought, when you read this scene. Poor Mark. Yeah. Yeah, Mark didn't do well the first figging. Oh no, no, it's not that. Yeah. I was just thinking of her her love affair with Vix. Uh, icy hot. Or icy hot. Icy yeah, hot. Love her affair thing. with uh, icy hot. <laughs> the last time we did that on her, it it, uh, it wasn't as strong. Mm. It wasn't as strong. Hey, maybe she needs to try some. Building up uh, a damn top. She needs to build. Now, she needs some. We're just going to shove a ghost pepper in her urethra. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Let's check in with Unger. Uh, Unger? Hi, Unger. Good evening, Boogie. Hi. <laughs> fun evening. I'm doing great, Unger. You're looking well. Thank, thank you. I'm feeling much better than I was about a week ago. <laughs> that uh, like exactly a week ago when I was rolling into the... That um, is why you did not make the show. The that is the reason. Unger Bunny, who did a fantastic job. Not, but to, not to be confused with Bunger. Yeah, un- <laughs> yeah, Unger. I mean, think about... I, you know, it was Unger Bunny, and so I called her Bunger, and she seemed to not like that. Why? Really? I d- that's what I'm saying. I thought it was What's a cute name. Yeah, but no, Bunny Unger. No, she did okay. But we're glad to have you back. What's going on in the chat room? Um, well, most of the evening we've been comparing who in the chat or show would be as far as characters on Gilligan's Island and Fantasy Island. That's nice. a great topic. I like that. Nice. Oh, dude. So, so you're the skipper. I'm the skipper. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Gilligan? Laz. <laughs> who? I want to be Mrs. Lazarus. Touch? Lazarus is Gilligan. That <laughs> That's kind of true. <laughs> I am the skipper. I want to be Mrs. Howell. <laughs> what do they say the others are? Oh, it was a while ago. Oh, okay. Never oh, mind. Okay. Um, Carlos would probably be Mr. Howell. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Or, or as we put it, Mr. Wowell, oh. because it's kind of the, the kink version of things. What? Well, we're also taking making it kinky, so it was mm-hmm. a three-hour orgy, not a three-hour tour. Oh. As, as things have progressed <laughs> through the evening, it's... Um, <laughs> Carlos is also tattoo on Fantasy Island, <laughs> and Lazarus is Mr. Rourke. That's uh, funny. I, I've, I've hopefully have just like exited both islands. No, nope. <laughs> you're Ginger and Marianne, and you're gonna have to take the skipper. You're gonna have to take a Lotus skipper. Nah, dude. No, come here, Mark. Actually, Mark, Mark was Marianne. Come here, yeah. little buddy. And uh, so you, Ginger. Abyss is Ginger. Abyss is Ginger. Mark is Marianne, and I'm the skipper. All right, oh God, let's move. Scary. And okay. I'm the professor, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> All right, so on to the next one is written by Miss Azalea, and she wrote, Fuck off outside the dungeon. 
Why the sigh? You getting ready? Getting ready for what? Uh-huh. He's preparing himself. He is. That's. A, I dread that sigh. Okay. She said, last night someone from our local community approached my girl in a public setting. Douche. <laughs> this community member recognized me and said where in our community she knew us from. Then this person brought over their friend to chat with my girl and myself and said where in the community they knew us from. Then this person asked my name. I gave them my scene name and we said hellos with my vanilla friend standing right next to me. (laughs) Thankfully, my girl and I were with friends who know about our lifestyle. I didn't have to explain why I gave a different name to this person or where I knew them from. I was glad I was with those friends rather than my nieces, work friends or someone I'm not out to. It was putting my girl and I in a position of either outing our vanilla life to a community member or outing our kink life to our friends. I don't care if you want to say hi. Fuck off. Wait till you see us at the next community event, then say hi. Please take the time to be thoughtful of others. You may be outing someone just by being careless. I wrote a jingle. Oh, jeez. Here we go. Hey, there's a guy on the street I know from the dungeon. Should I go up and say hi? No fucking way! Don't approach! No! Bad pervert! (laughs) (laughs) You told me to write jingles. It was an hour before the show. I was alone in the studio. That was was a solid one. Don't approach! Don't approach! Well, you gotta play that during orientation. Awesome. You have like a little boombox. <laughs> and just sit there and like nod my head. <laughs> Play air guitar. Just don't appro- it is so, this is so common. We talk about this and all the time and we have to. And most of the time it's not malicious. No. But that's the most dangerous kind. If, if, you're, if you're an asshole and you're going you're gonna to find some way of outing someone, there's, there's nothing you can do to stop them. But most of the times it's not malicious. It's meant just to, you, it's counterintuitive to see someone and not go up to them when you know them so you naturally are thinking i'm going to be friendly i'm going to go say hi to this person i know you you just you're not thinking so and and that's why i wanted to talk about this post because a lot of times it's really quite innocent and in fact it's the reverse of being malicious you're trying to be friendly (sighs) i i Look, it's it's a. <laughs> it's a, it's a <laughs> he finally got it out. Oh, hey, there's a guy on the street I know from the dungeon. Don't approach. Should I go up and say hi? No fucking way. Don't approach. No. Bad pervert. Oh, that's scary. So, as an approach, e. Oh. I've Uh-oh. had uh, I've had somebody come up to me at the grocery store with my mom. Hmm. Nice. So I am out because. Years ago, I had someone actually threaten to out me, <gasps> and then he went and talked to the pastor at my church, oh. where my mom was the secretary, Oh, so Aye. he had to walk past her to go tell my pastor what I was into, and then my pastor was awesome. He said, and? Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. And uh, go fuck yourself. But, so a really friendly person that I have no problems with came up to me in the grocery store, I was like, hey, whatever. And my go-to response is, I remember you from cooking class. I haven't taken a <laughs> cooking class in my fucking life. Right. But that's my response. <clears throat> and Does it help them get it? Usually. Because I, I'm like, 
cooking class. Like, oh, you just like grab him oh. by the neck. <laughs> like, how's your pasta doing? Fuck <laughs> It seems a little limp right now. <laughs> You're not using your noodle. So that's my that's my go to to be able to deflect. So that I don't make my friends and family uncomfortable because just because I'm out doesn't mean they want to know anything. Right. Doesn't mean they want to know that the perverts I know go to the same grocery store and might be handling there. The, and handling like, their, on your mom. <laughs> handling, right, their, like, uh, handling their produce. Just oh, <laughs> ooh, look at these bananas. Like, <laughs> calm, calm down. What is that so, pervert doing with the bananas? I, I, Prob- I, probably eating I'll them. show you later. That's true. Oh. <laughs> I think people don't really... I, I mean, there's no way. The only thing I can say is 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 we're powerless. New people are going to continuously come into this lifestyle. They're going to continuously not realize how completely uh, against us the entire world is. We would not survive and not be murdered in so many countries on this planet for being kinky. There are so many places in the world that absolutely uh, understand what confidentiality is. The people who are, uh, you know... What is it? LGBT, XYT, mm-hmm. Y. Uh, anyone who is any of that knows if you are in one of these other countries that you do not approach people. There is in America where. Uh, Was it Nigeria currently? Oh, yeah, they, yeah. You, you, yeah. They're doing mass. Um, they're doing mass rounding up of people just for attending what they are saying is gay marriages and prosecuting. Yeah, yeah. No, for witnessing and uh, they are prosecuting up to 10 years. Yeah, in yeah. other places they get it. Yeah, and here we don't because we're all oh, land of the free. Uh, people are still losing their jobs, and people are still losing their families. They're still losing their kids in custody battles. Please, I know you're excited. It is wonderful to be excited that you see somebody that you can connect to and know. Oh my God, this is amazing! We get to do this here, and we're going to say this ad nauseum because we need to say it because there are new people listening to our show every week. Please do not approach people in public just because you are excited. Wait till you get to that community event. It is Nobody's telling you you're a bad person for wanting to. We get it. Just take a minute and think about that because literally we hear story after story about people losing their jobs, about people losing their families, custody battles. I mean, don't approach. I'm I'm changing cities. Like you walk up to me in my new location, I will look past you. Like I'm 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 going to a kind of a conservative top part of the country. So if Boogie and I are walking down the street, oh you guys, oh okay, (laughs) I'm gonna flat out ignore it. I'm like, oh, I don't know those guys. (laughs) (laughs) She ignores me now. What are you talking about? We're in fucking L.A. I'm sorry. What, Kathy? Did you say something? Oh, I just look at her like with that kind of like we need to make like a. I mean, and people have talked about, like, is there some sort of sign that you could and make? We, yeah, I remember Like, that. you know, yeah. you make a hole with one hand and then a finger fucking it with the other. <laughs> like, when you just walk up to people and you're like, huh? Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> like, you know, like the Christian fish where I draw the top half of the fish and then you stick your foot in its ass. You know, like something what? like that. No. Just a sign. No. no. There's yeah. And there's really not a sign. Now then, you can set up a sign with your personal friends. That you can say, hey, if I uh, start rubbing my right shoulder, that means shut the fuck up. Or make you you can do that. 
But in general, if you haven't set up some sign or whatever, because yeah. people do that, they'll stand in front of you with their eyes open like three times bigger than they normally are with that like, huh? Is it okay if I approach you? Is it that's you're now creating an awkward, chaotic moment. Just don't don't. approach. I've walked by so many people that I know from this lifestyle. You know, if I just know you from the dungeon or whatever, or the show or whatever, I don't, I don't know you in my personal life. I'm sorry. You may be a wonderful person, but I'm not risking my job, et cetera, et cetera. We can talk and hang out at events. I think you're a super cool person. Don't approach. Don't approach. What? I can't believe you wrote a new jingle. <laughs> hey, there's a guy in the street I know Everybody. from the dungeon. Go approach. Should I go up and say hi? No fucking way. Go approach. No. Bad pervert. <laughs> I feel like just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like squirt bottle. Nope. Mailbox. Another jingle. <laughs> It's, you. it's all jingle day. Yay. Walter Wall jingles. <laughs> Who's got his jingle? On? Do you remember Nisha Dagger? This we we I did a do. <gasps> Oh, uh, that was a good one. But don't blow it in someone's I vagina. didn't. I, I blow don't What? Oh. Did, didn't we Nisha Dagger. Yes. Uh Yeah, he he wrote to us um on Fet Life in reference to um one of our past shows and it was the one where we were talking about how to get uh, uh I forgot what it was, but Boogie ended up coming across. <laughs> not good. <laughs> no, Just, he didn't. No, he didn't. He I came hardly, across I do that a lot. not <laughs> very good at all. And so, um, oh, remember? No. What, what, oh, you mean I looked like an asshole? <laughs> that one. Yes. I'm so you glad you remember. You mean show one through 99? Oh, my God. No, you had realized that there were several women in the room. Who oh. you had not actually negotiated properly with, or you had uh, gone against their? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah let's and bring suddenly that up. you're like, uh, let's oh, bring that so, up, Kathy. So, okay, yeah. I will. So that was show one through ninety nine. Exactly. Yes. Okay, yeah. Okay. Right. yeah. So Nisha Dagger wrote to us and says, "I especially loved Boogie having the realization that he might come off, quote unquote, douchier than planned." <laughs> But then he highlighted that point, laughed about it, and continued in the face of it anyway, a little uncomfortably. It's moments like this that lets those of us who don't actually know you guys really see beneath the raunchy comedy and sexy spankings. And this is why I love the show. Funny, loud, obnoxious, sexy, informative, insightful, awe moments, and shut up moments. All of these things coexist and are playfully danced around one another in a kind of life mirror tapestry of expression. See, it wasn't so bad. <laughs> it wasn't so bad. I thought Boogie's not going to like this. I'm bringing up something he was kind of embarrassed about. No, but honestly, like that. See, you always say it, it's about being vulnerable. It is about being vulnerable, and and, and we're I'm good so at glad it. it's. All <laughs> we're you. just really good at it. We're I'm glad it's you. Yeah, it's better me than better. Better you than me. Was that uh, was that our uh, perverted mailbox? Our, our yeah. Very good. Great. Let's have another jingle. Then. Don't cry, 
If you're new to the Exploring Your Kinky Side or the BDSM lifestyle, don't worry. We were all new at least once. Send your questions and topics of kinky newness and we will do our best to help you without making you feel stupid. Where did the not more than once? I don't know. I didn't write this what? shit. Wait, how did that happen? What? We were all new more than once? Is that what it says? No, it's no that least... fee wrote that. We were all new at, at least, least once. once. Meaning some people actually enter the lifestyle and then they leave the lifestyle that's what you meant after, by and mm-hmm. then they come back to the lifestyle yeah, that's, so it's that's just like coming across so it's just saying that I hey like, you I know like what on, i like how you decide on show 99 this is the one that <laughs> to have we the hardly conversation. ever do this segment for some reason <clears throat> you know, but she's hey, throwing down the papers again i got it i thought it was a and also, good gag I, you know i didn't i, I finally got through the goddamn thing without stuttering yes you and did you just fucking trample over it <laughs> I could, don't take, oh, hey. When she starts kicking the paper, we're in trouble. This is all your fault, Boogie. I blame you entirely. I really apologize. I realize that obviously I'm more of a douche. <laughs> Yet again. Douchier than planned. Great. Are you going to recommend me to play with all of your friends? I will not. You know why? Because I do not vet people. And that is the topic of our groovy newbies Mm. vetting. This came out of our brainstorming session, that awesome brainstorming session that a lot of our listeners. So vetting, that's like, you know, when you take your friends to the vet. Exactly. Wow. No way, bro. It's when you get your uh, hair slicked back and you jump in your convertible Corvettes. Ah. And you go, vroom, vroom. I'm like Mark Hamill in Corvette Summer. Remember that? I loved that movie. (laughs) The only, the horriblest of movies. I loved it. From the 70s. Horrible guilty pleasure. Wow. The three of you (laughs) got way too excited Ah. about that. Hang on a sec. Let me put my teeth in so I can laugh. <laughs> okay, you guys Mark, lost me on this one. I'm sorry. Hamill. I'm sorry. Like, if you were born pre 19, like 89. I think that was like what, like 79? It was 76. It, it was before Star Wars. Oh, hell yes, he wasn't. Get up, why are you yelling? It's going the fucking way. Why, why the fuck would he do that movie exactly. after Star Wars? I thought he did that. No, they released it after. He was going to have that career until Star Wars came along. The Corvette Summer career. So they real released it after Star yeah, it was Wars. Seven, no, it was seventy six. Guys, it was guys 76. no, no, we're not having this conversation. Hey, hey, no, Abyss. Supposed no. to be t- Abyss. No, you, you just don't get it. No, you're right. You, <laughs> you, you just don't get it. This is Mark Hamill. No, this is Luke Skywalker. This is our youth film. Okay. <laughs> she was the girl. <gasps> Annie yes. Potts? Yeah. That's With her right. bow-legged walk and her... Big, frizzy, curly... Yes. Wait, Annie Potts, <laughs> did, who was also in Ghostbusters. That's right. and, yeah, yeah. Another her young movie. You easily find any number of jobs she was qualified for in the food service industry. I guess. Ah! Ah! Where do these stairs <laughs> go? I'm full of shit. It's 78. They it was go, 78. It was after Star Wars. But I think he must have shot it before he realized Star no, Wars was No, no. Yes! This was his thing. This no. is why so he... Should, should I just let the this, old people talk This right is now? why yes, he... Shut up, devil woman! Let your elder speak. Okay. <laughs> this is... This is why he didn't star in any other movies than Star Wars. Because they saw what so, he could do. So Mark, okay, sit down, bad. Anthony. Okay. Anthony's like thumb-fucking his phone furiously to try to get information. Today? So this I, is not what, yeah. we're, what we're talking yeah. about. We're talking no. about vetting. vetting. What? Titties. Oh, yeah. titties. Thank you for See, a titty you turned that shit around. Thanks. That's well-vetted, That's well-vetted titties. There we go. You can't vet titties. You there can too. I can. There we go. I just vetted them. <laughs> I vetted them earlier. Gonna, and I'm going to vet them again. Vet them again later. <laughs> See what I did there? Turn oh, that shit around. Oh, Okay, to vet is to investigate someone thoroughly. 
<laughs> yeah. Especially in order to ensure <laughs> that they are suitable for a job requiring secrecy, loyalty, or trustworthiness. And in, really in the kink community, what it means is you're telling someone that that person is a safe player or a safe person to get involved with. Mm-hmm. And, and so you're going to vouch for that person. Basically. Exactly. You're, you're saying vouch for that so. Person. And then when they fucking rape you and kill you, it won't matter because you'd be dead. But if they just, you know, rape <laughs> well, and abuse that you, es- that escalated. then you're the one responsible well, because for you, you vetted, vetted them. them. OK, so but actually, that's not that big of a deal. But here's what happens to when new people come into the community and they don't really realize is they equate friendship with some kind of vouching for somebody. Right. And so if you're friends with somebody, obviously, then you must vouch for them exactly. as a player. Which is absolutely 100% not, not the case. Not no. true. Not it can be, the case. but you cannot confuse the two just because you are friends with someone does not mean that you automatically vouch for them and vet for them. And they're the safest player in the world. And you will be safe now if you just play with there them. There are a lot of people that love me in this lifestyle that do not recommend me. This is very true. <laughs> that, is, that is completely true. They're all, he, he will molest you. There's also a lot of people who are friends with me who do not recommend me as a player. No, you just scare people when they see you play. Well, no. You I vet mean, yourself. <laughs> you vet yourself out of so much play. Well, no. I mean, like, flat out. Like, you, But that is part of it. Like, I, we are not players for every kind of person. Sure. So that is that is part of it. Like, I, ha- I have friends on my list who, or even in this, this uh, dungeon that I am friends with. But would I recommend them for play? No. No, absolutely. Absolutely And for not. various reasons. Uh, yeah, like you may recommend to some people but not others, or mm-hmm. you may just not at all. I have friends like that, too. And, and, and it's just, it's just a, it's something a lot of people make really bad mistakes on that. An- Anthony, did you want to pipe in? Just you did something last late Mike. last fall. Um, you did a show when Poppy Ramon was was on. Um, okay. You talked there was something you were responding to about when you know someone's actually someone you really don't want to play with for a specific reason, and should you be telling people or do you keep your mouth shut? I remember you guys talking about that. Right. Um, so it can even get to that level, and sometimes you do just kind of you're friends with that person, but you may actually have a compelling reason that you just don't want to. You know, because you, like I think like what you guys said at the time was maybe your feeling about that's going to change later. You don't want to go around bad mouthing people, right? But yeah, certainly what I, my takeaway from that was don't just assume because people are friends with or you see people socializing with other people that that means they automatically recommend them. Maybe I've the done that with people before. There are people that I think aren't necessarily unsafe players, but they are just very extreme players, and they are they are types of players that literally don't give a shit about you. But they'll tell you right up front, this is not about you. There is nothing in this play about you. This is about service to me. And so I will tell somebody that because that's honest. And then if they want to go and play with that person, they just, you know, it's you give them that little bit of a, hey, this is how this person plays. So I know that. And I think they're a great person or a very interesting person. Um, but I wouldn't recommend this person for someone who's new and, and, and a little more looking for something more interactive. Well, and my takeaway from what you said on that show is it sometimes it's, a, the, it's actually the opposite. What you just said, you don't really think they're a great person, but you don't want to be enemies in this rather small yeah. community. So you may be on friendly terms, but don't just assume because you see someone on friendly terms that that means that's someone you... Yeah, I've said to people, I have literally with. said to people before, I wouldn't play with that person. Yeah. And if they think I'm an asshole, then I'll I'll tell them why. I, I'm not going to go into details. I would just end it with, I wouldn't play. I'm not going to put my 
I'm a, you know. Well, and there's also a big thing between friends and acquaintances. I have acquaintances in this community. Right. And I, you know, it's a small community. And you know people from different scenes and et cetera. Especially if you, like, there is a lot of people, like, in the blood play community. Because there are different subsections in the community. So you may know people in the different subsections that you may not necessarily agree with all of their tactics. Like, you may know, um, you know, people in that group. But I think they're interesting players. Do I think they're 100% safe? Do I think they're 100%? Would I, would I trust my... Would I put my best friend in their hands? Absolutely not. Sure. Yeah. And it's... Uh, unfortunately, you come into the community, you don't know that much. You may be a little bit intimidated, a little anxious. And it's a very alluring concept to think that people can be vetted and all you have to do is look for the gold star over their head and you'll be safe and everything is going to be okay. So it can be very enticing and it could be something that you're looking for, but nothing is going to replace the the research that you do on your own and using your own mind to determine whether you're safe or not. There's nothing wrong with, go ahead. And and how many times have I even said, even though I'm a, I'm a, as safe as possible player but how many times have i flat out said and we've even joked like even though i you know i'm i try and be as safe as possible i will cut you i will do this stuff blah 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 but i don't i'm not huge on aftercare i'm not huge on this da, da, da. like i'm a kind of a dick player like these are all things like i'm not a generally nice player you know would you would you boogie send someone who is new and fragile to me yeah, just because I want to watch. I want to watch them break not. and crawl away. Would you send some poor, big-eyed, like, blonde girl no, over he'd to keep, me? No, he'd keep her to no, himself. He'd keep that, yeah. No, I mean. no, he kept her over there. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, I'm not stupid. But you know what I mean. Uh, no, absolutely. And, yeah, I had a point. Sorry. <laughs> I had, I no, it's true. Have. Not vetting someone can actually mean, look, I know that person is a very hard player and, and you're not ready yet. It doesn't mean that you think that that person is a douchebag and stay the fuck away from them. I, I think what's important uh, in in my head is I've recommended people before. I've recommended people very strongly before. I always kind of leave open, I don't play with this person. I don't bottom to this person because I don't bottom. So I will always kind of leave that, hey, people can always be different, but everything I've seen, I've seen this person be respectful to Newbot, like Spanky. I I recommend Spanky all the time to people because I've seen him play a hundred times. I've seen him do aftercare a hundred times. I've seen him talk. I've talked to him endlessly. I know that he gives a shit. He really puts in time and effort to be a good player. He's a pervert and, you know, just like me. Um but I feel okay recommending him uh, to people because of that. There's a couple people, um, you know, I'll recommend Miss D to people because I've seen her play a hundred times. But I'll still always kind of leave open. Uh, what is it? Uh, prices may vary. See dealer for mm-hmm. detail. Uh, viewer, for, nov- for novelty <coughs> use only. Viewer experiences may vary. <laughs> um, you know those types of things. But I, I think it's imp- I think it's important that we do as a community. Uh, promote people who have shown themselves to be safer players. But I think as when you do it in a blanket way, it's like instead of just a blanket vetting, that means I have to get to know you. If you're asking me if this person's okay to play with and I don't know you, I don't know what you're about. I don't know what type of play you're looking for. I don't know. So Also, if you're a shitty bottom? Yeah. And now I'm sending some fucking cray cray over to my fucking 
bro fucking spanky it's <laughs> gonna be like stuck on him and, and he's like and he's <laughs> be like what the hell fucking spanky comes like thank you <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> here i made you a copy of the restraining order you you swell gentleman you thank you but uh, no just because we're friends doesn't mean that i vouch for this person yeah or you know you're going to have to get into the community. You're going to have to talk to people. You're going to have to educate yourself. You're going to have to be patient. Take your time. Do your watch, own damn work. Watch them play yourself. Talk your to them shit. yourself. Exactly. Well, I mean, There's there no are, magic there, solution to this. There, yeah. There, do as much work as you can. Ultimately, if you're in a smaller community, they don't have play parties, and you just maybe go to the munch. Rub you, some you, freaking, you know, chili pepper on your clip. Uh, no, we don't recommend that. <laughs> and I've heard, I've actually heard of munches, certain munches, certain groups who they've attempted vetting. It is a notoriously difficult thing to do because yeah, all the responsibility is on you and it just doesn't work. Yeah. There, I mean, there are very few people out there who have the skill and the knowledge to, and to so, really. And sociopaths uh, are really good at lying. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. There's no guarantees. Do all, I mean, do all the things. Risk aware. You know, if you jump in, you jump in. Then you get chili pepper. And you get chili pepper on your clit. No. Can I play this now? Chili pe- Can I just right. play this now? No. What'd you do? <laughs> oh, no. I don't I'm playing know. it. It's what time. Oh, no. It's fucking time. For I've been what? waiting what? for four days to play what this. What is this? Well, you know we still have another segment, right? I You're do. You're not going to end the show, are you? No. Oh, we have okay. two more things. Two? Oh, Did Lord. you forget? Lord, help me, please. Uh, hey, I'm, a, I'm I an atheist. I'm still praying. And I like how you're turning towards me. I'm like, yes. so help we, me. So our listeners are amazing. Oh, yes. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, wait, Dedicated. Wait. Unger, is Lazarus in there? Yes, he's already aware. Uh, is he aware I that? Go, I go over the topics at the beginning of the <laughs> chat. So he's very aware that he's being discussed this evening. Does he know what we're going to... This is going to be awesome. <laughs> okay, exactly. So Lazarus, I guess, has a little bit of a hobby. Yes, and, and he, he likes to make us aware of his. He hobby. likes to. He sends Kathy, and Kathy is tickled by Lazarus's these parody songs. <laughs> he obviously oh, no. likes the Beatles. No music, but because no. because beat. Huh? Beatles, yes, Be- I get it. Beat- Beatles, oh, so oh. no music, no nothing, and he just he'll just sit he down just and start <laughs> recording start his lyrics to different, <laughs> and, and then I, he'll send them to us. <laughs> And I'm d- maybe not the utmost of quality <laughs> in the song, but goddamn, but it let's makes ju- up for it. He wrote one about us, and I think I'm going to play two. I'm going to play the threshold one like next week or something. Oh no, because that one's priceless. Yeah. Oh, no. But here is our buddy Lazarus. Lazarus. <laughs> wait, nope, that's, that's not, not it. Here, wait, start again. <laughs> Here's our buddy. Lazarus! Let me break it down. There's this show called The Perverted Podcast. It's an informative blast that destigmatizes kinky life. Perverted Podcast forever. Kick it the first! Learning is so fun and easy. They'll help you be all you can be. It's not that hard to write to them or join in their chat. They're here for the community. Let me break it down. There's this show called The Perverted Podcast. 
It's an informative blast <laughs> that destigmatizes kinky life. Yeah. Perverted podcast forever. Perverted podcast forever. Baby zombie apocalypse master. <laughs> I fucking love you guys. Lazarus, you made a biz cry. It's <laughs> awesome. Oh my god! It's classic. Classic. Oh, what's wrong with the biz? <laughs> she's so happy she's leaving the show. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Boogie, please don't die. Not on show 99. Wait till show 100. Sometimes love is less than nice. You may need some fucking advice right now. For your peace of mind, let us know that none of us, except Cow Boogie, is a therapist. No. He's not a therapist. I just, I don't, I can't, I... He, Abyss has no, no... Lazarus broke me. <laughs> Lazarus, you broke a bit. Ah, that was good stuff. Keep, keep sending them in, Lazarus, because <sighs> I'm really the only one who listens to them and enjoys. <laughs> no, now no, no, all no, of our listeners, world. No, now no, the no. world is listening. <laughs> now you know what though. It was good for you. Not <laughs> <laughs> the best you can. If you can't say anything nice, <laughs> Kathy's like, <laughs> Kathy's like, are you going to play guitar and back that up? I said no. <laughs> That motherfucker handled it all on his own. I liked I mean, it he, when he just he amped just, it up. Yeah, at the end. Nah, he took like, it down. Like he you could see, he just got that fake microphone and fucking danced in his bathroom with his stomach hanging out and fucking <laughs> probably combed his hair back and imagined some chicks rubbing his dick. <laughs> Isn't that what you do? Yeah. That yeah. sounded vaguely. Yeah, yeah, I could. I mean, he. Isn't that he what everyone to, does? No, like, no, no. Know. You know, that's what he. Yeah, that, that's what Boogie used to do. Yeah, that's what I still do. <laughs> no, now you got actual chicks to like. Do that. Yeah. What did he say, Unger? Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Nothing. Never, Never mind. mind. He's, we were talking. He keeps dropping out and um, uh, he's recording. About, he's he's recording a lot of things. <laughs> he's he's, 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 he's all shit. <laughs> we're talking about. It his doesn't other skills, mean we're actually. playing all of your Wait, songs. You're talking about what? His other skills, actually. Oh. <laughs> no, like button making. Button making. He's coming to the show next week. He's bringing the button. <laughs> Kathy's super excited. I'm so excited. I haven't been this excited in a long time. All right. What's do on? Do we need so to put down like a puppy pad? You do. <laughs> Little squishy. collars and buttons. That's all. <laughs> it makes me happy. And well, we have another segment? Yeah, that yeah. was it. Some fucking advice. Some fucking advice. Uh, HQuinn91 wrote to us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com, and he or she said, oh, who is this? She. She said, hey, perverted podcast. First, let me start off by saying I absolutely love listening to the podcast every week. Oh, wait, hold on a second. Uh, weren't we supposed to tell someone to wake up? Oh, Emily. Emily. <laughs> Emily, I am a giant tongue with Boogie's face on each taste bud. Ew. I am penetrating your orifices, Emily. Mmm, that's so good. You're like cookies and cream, bitch. I am so sorry for the rest of our perverted podcast listeners. I, I just got over a stomach flu. <laughs> Continue, Kathy. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> what? So, uh, so she, 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 she loves our show. Huh? Yes, she didn't hear that part, but 
She says, first, let me start by saying I absolutely love listening to the podcast every week. I am a perverted podcast zombie apocalypse master Bam. and I've listened to every single episode. That did that was a good smattering. Though. That's good. But my question is, me and my husband are wanting to go into a 24-7 DS relationship, but we have a family, uh-huh. and we're not sure the best way to go about having a 24-7 relationship, but keeping it not so easy for my children to see. I hope you can help with me uh, with ideas. I can't wait to hear next week's episode. Have you thought about getting rid of the family? Yeah. Oh. Sell the kids. What's Jesus Christ. Sell oh. the kids. Get free. eBay. Just, eBay. Oh, you eBay. Uh, you know, sometimes we have Amazon Prime. Yeah, you can, uh, you can uh, like they'll pay for, else. They'll no, pay for shipping. I don't like kids either, but yeah. that's yeah. a bit harsh. Well, no. This is about kink. <laughs> kink, Kathy. They asked for advice. We're giving advice. We didn't say it was good advice. Well, let's, what the let's, fuck's wrong yeah. with you? Let's, let's start with the fact oh, that none of us have children. That's so. good, yes. We're about to give you advice. None of us have kids. But what? we have all had to keep information from friends and family. So we do know how to at least be uh, duplicitous. Well, I mean, and the other thing is we actually, I mean, once again, yes, fine, we don't have kids. But we've been in this lifestyle for years and years and years around people who do have kids in this lifestyle. People who are in master-slave relationships or DS relationships or any number of types of dynamic relationships. So the information we're giving you may be second-handed, but it still has things that have worked for them. Uh, I've... I have heard many, many uh, stories about this, and it really comes down to what level of DS do you want, what types of protocols and rituals are you going to do, because some people are very high protocol, where they have a lot of different things and speeches and you know so forth that they do throughout the day in their DS or MS relationship, and then there's lower protocols, where it's just maybe it's just a greeting or a certain thing. And so once you decide what types of protocols and rituals you're going to have in your daily life that help you uh, get in the headspace of your DS, that's when you can start making, where do we do these things? Do we have a little trip to the bathroom? Mom and dad have uh, you know, a meeting in the bathroom. How old are the kids? It would be obviously a question. What are age-appropriate conversations to have with your children? You don't have to tell your kids about your sex or the kink, but you can say that mommy and daddy do a special kind of of play with each other um, where we take on these different roles and it makes us very close. And you can have those conversations without giving a lot of information to let them know that you have a special thing. Well, and that's if it comes up too. Like you can also And most of the time it, it won't, won't, but I mean eventually the kids going to find a flogger or you know that's that happens a lot with kids. They they are going to rip through your shit. If you are a parent and you think your kid at some point is not going to rummage through your shit and unlock your cabinets and find all your things, you have a very special anomaly of a child because most children will find your shit. They will find your collars and cuffs and they'll ask. So it's being prepared for those conversations. How are you going to have those conversations in an age-appropriate way where you explain this? Those if are you're even going to have those conversations. Yeah. because or, or, if, or get a lock on your damn closet. Yeah. <laughs> I used to break those. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Carrie? Generally speaking, with children, it's best to let them provide the information sure so when they say what's this well what do you think that is well i think it's for halloween that's right it doesn't <laughs> Good answer. like because they're not going to come up with something that they can't handle right and they don't need to know until they're old enough to come up with something that they can handle mm-hmm. that makes sense until they're teenagers they're not going to know what the fuck you're talking about anyways yeah yeah cool that's a good tactic it's also like 
as far as you know being able to put in your your protocols and your rituals you can incorporate your your standard stuff into your daily rituals like if you want to have your morning ritual of kneeling before you know your sir or your ma'am depending how you have your your dynamic set up you just get up 10 minutes earlier than your kids and you have your 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 ritual before your kids get up and you have you make your coffee or your breakfast whatever um i know that it doesn't have to have a standard collar you have modified stuff you can have mm. a bracelet that looks like something else but you have it engraved on the inside um they have a lot more passable things now that it doesn't have to have unless you're at like say a dungeon or a kink event where you can have you know your feet you know your freak flag flying you have a lot of stuff that is uh, you know if you're a lot not more out, subtle a lot of people lot do that subtle. with their family you know, and and it's really whatever these artifacts are it's the meaning that you assign to that thing mm-hmm. you could put a piece of string around your finger and have that be significant mm-hmm. if you put that i mean that energy let's let's, let's face it to, to most people a, a wedding ring without without the ceremony and the um, meaning behind it it's just a band of metal yeah it is what the meaning behind it and what you give it which gives it its importance so um like i had a bracelet that it looked like a normal bracelet but engraved it said you know it had certain words in it that would meant a lot to me so, uh, you know, it looked like a regular bracelet, but to be perfectly blunt, the underside had very rude and, uh, you know, um, dirty words on the inside. So to everyone else, it looked normal, but it had kink on the inside. You can incorporate the same things. Sure. And I would go back to the kids thing. I worked with kids for a long time and I was a kid my whole childhood, so I may not know about really? having kids, but <gasps> I know something about kids and I know one thing that's really important. I really like the point that, that Carrie made uh, about letting the, the, the child, if it's a younger child, kind of lead that conversation. But I think the most important thing that you should know as a human being and not just as a parent or whatever is if you... Uh, aggressively shame a child for asking questions or you make it bad or angry or you try to immediate this is where having a plan helps you from not causing irreversible fucking trauma to your child you, you know just saying it's none of your business don't ask questions you know, you know put that away if you make guilt and shame and all the things that most of us have a million horror stories about you will then create damage in a situation if you make a plan for that you can actually avoid the the conversation getting inappropriate and so i i point that out because as somebody who had a thousand inappropriate things said to me as as a child i think it's really important that if you make a plan then you can know that you're not caught off guard so you don't just respond with a knee-jerk reaction go to your room you shouldn't ask about the blah 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 so i just thought i'd throw that out too Make a plan. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's also a lot of things. Um, I know that we we may not have all the answers on this show, but again, on um, there's a lot of really good resources out there on Fet Life and so forth. There is a lot of uh, good groups that do have a lot of parents and um, resources that do there's have a lot tons of, of posts. Yeah, tons about age appropriate and, and, and just and groups, groups and whatever that, are, that you can go you know, in and have ask. tips and ideas that they they use. 
And I know that. And if you do run into situations where you are having difficulties, there are a lot of like therapists and stuff that are kink friendly and family therapists that are good, like, and saying things like, hey, these are like mommy and daddy's toys and stuff like that. And being able to, you know, kind of divert it into things that don't shame the children, but also kind of get it away from. And it is possible to keep it completely from them. If you're somebody who you say, well, look, my protocol is I need that my wife to say yes, sir, to me all the time. You're going to have problems. If you're you can't going be to flexible. have. To, yeah, you're going to have. And, and once again, I know people that literally the 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 slave and I'm not going to define whether it's male or female because it's been both the slave needs to eat their dinner at a different table or on the floor or whatever and there are kids in the house and you just need to be able to have that discussion in a way that they can understand and and that's but every time that you choose one of those very demonstrative acts of submission you're asking for more trouble so you have to you have to be very clear with yourself and your partner that how important is that particular ritual because with each one that you choose that you that requires a discussion with a family, you're getting deeper, deeper into an area that you may not want to go into. So just be careful that you actually are going to be ready for the fallout because you absolutely have to have that ritual. And, and I, I understand that. But I also want to say that a lot of the parents that I know that have had those hard conversations with their kids and then continued on to have great conversations with their children that didn't have guilt and shame and judgment in them, those kids actually grew grew up to be pretty well-rounded people. A lot of those kids did, uh, when they became adults, did gravitate into the lifestyle or polyamorous relationships or whatever. I know we know people yeah, that, that raised their child very, very early on. They had age-appropriate conversations with their children and allowed the kids to absorb that information in a, in a healthy way, and they still were able to be who they were around those kids. So you can... Do those protocols, but you have to be ready to communicate with your child on a level that most parents do not communicate with their child. Um, I went to a seminar last year to, taught by a couple that is in a long-term relationship like that. And that's why I think Abyss's advice of looking on the forums of people that are doing that is very helpful. But one of the things they said was they have their part, like you said, at the beginning of the day where the, the very overt demonstrations of submission are done behind closed doors. But then throughout the day, things like she could not sit until he was seated at the dinner table. But that was never discussed. And anyone in that you'd have to be really looking for that sure. to notice that she never sits down until he sits down. And then they even role-played how they order at a fast-food restaurant. He orders for her. Right. Um, but he's like, unless you're looking for that stuff, they've got it subtleized enough to where it's a demonstration without anybody that isn't tuned in to looking for it. So there's tricks you can play and still be doing what you want to do throughout sure. the day, I think. And as far as, like, the ordering for her and stuff like that, in some, like, especially, like, stuff like that, a lot of times that was very considered very traditional. So some of it can be, you know, eh. not going to throw you off too much yeah. unless it's the the reverse where the woman is ordering for the man. Um, then might be one, slightly unusual, but it might still, be. But even even or even it's still, like, it's or, if it's not, a, or if it's a hey, it's a time saver kind of a situation or hey, I just happen to know what everyone at the family table wants. Yeah. Either so. way, the more you communicate, the more you do your research. It's it's a great, great. Uh, this is a great chance for communication with your kids. Uh, and I'm always going to communicate, communicate, communicate. And uh, there is also the books like um, 
when someone you love is kinky. Right. Is also a really good resource. So something like that might be a good thing to open up and look at as good ways to open up those lines of communications. I don't know how old our listeners' kids are. So... That's it. Good question. That's it. What are we going out on? What do we have? We have no. That's it. We Should got, we just we go no out? Kinkiness. Should we just? Uh, okay. Well, let's. Uh, what? What? Oh, and that, that's so loud. Hey, man. Wow. Wow. Hang on, bro. Hey, oh, dude. Did bro. Did bro. Did bro. Did bro. Okay. Did bro. So. Did bro. Take us out a bit. Did. And that is our Did. show. Bro. And that is our show. Bro. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record in. If you are in the Los Angeles or surrounding areas, visit Threshold.org and find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to Unger and everybody in the chat room. To Bunny and Mark. To Anthony Carey and Captain Fantasy. To Kathy, Boogie, and Abyss. Oh, yay. If you have questions, comments, or ideas, email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Why are you drinking water right where you have to talk? Oh, oh, the chain. The chain. Let's see what I'm going to do. I'm going to put this back up. Gets a little volume here. And then, uh, you know, some... Getting ready to make some changes. I can end this now, I think. Thanks. Oh, what a transition. You know, uh, what? I think I'm just going to let Lazarus take us out. Oh. Let me break it down. There's this show called The Perverted Podcast. It's an informative blast that destigmatizes kinky life. Perverted podcast forever. Or at least another day. <laughs> Learning is so fun and easy. <laughs> They'll help you be all you can be. Tempo! It's not that hard to write to them or join in that chat. They're here for the community. We are. We Let really me are. break it down. There's this show called The Perverted Podcast. It's an informative blast that destigmatizes kinky life. Perverted Podcast forever. Perverted podcast forever. <laughs> Peepee zombie apocalypse master. I fucking love you guys. Aww. We will see you next week for show 100. 100. See you guys next week.